yesterday's price is not today's price. Could you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo! What am I doing? Are you kidding me? The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Yo, you already know what it is by the sound of my voice. That's right, your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine. JT back in this piece, and once again, of course, joined by the co host, LG. What's going on, Bobby? Going on, guys. Back at it again. You know, talk that shit. Yeah, We're not running alone. Yeah, we're not yeah. running alone. Looks like it. I mean, of course, if y'all pay attention down on the bottom of the screen, of course, you know, you definitely see them inside the chats more than once, more than twice, more than three times, always giving us two cents. Always making sure you know, as a daily reminder, fuck Kenny Omega. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to his first ever episode on the show. Mr. Casanova, what's going on? What's going on, guys? How you been? You already know, laying in the cut like a band-aid, trying to make sure to be cooling at all times, but... Per usual, like we do every show, make sure you definitely make sure that you're following us on all the social media platforms, whether that be Twitter, IG, the Book of Faces, TikTok, uh, YouTube, it is all the same, it is the name of the show, Marshall Mike's, it's very simple, I mean, if you can't spell it, just look at the video, it says Marshall Mike's, a lot of stuff popped off this past week, we had Crown Jewel, we had Smackdown, Dynamite, Rampage, Cat Fight Inside the Ring, The uh, Bound for Glory, Eric Bischoff, Tony Khan, Snoop celebrated his 50th birthday. A lot of shit popped off, man. Happy birthday to Snoop. Definitely happy birthday to Snoop. That old fella. Definitely got to uh, point out, like the drip right there. Cheech went on, heart shirt. Nice drip. As you can see. But with that being said, man, I mean, I think it's best that we just go ahead and start off and start off right. It's only right that we go ahead and start off with probably like the best uh, crown jewel that has ever been taking place in this company's history. Hands down. I have not seen anything better. And they kicked the show off with a bang with this Hell in the Cell, man. You had um, Seth going up against Edge inside the red milk crate sale um what was your first impressions on that match uh cheech man the entrance alone you know what i mean they started with a bang you know pyro galore uh you know what better to play like to me when there's a feud that's where the hell in the cell come into place that should be the blow off you know what i'm saying and they back on Raw, so are we going to see more of that? You know, I don't know, but they tore a good story. You know what I mean? And, and to be the third one in the cell, by the way, shout out to the referee for being the first female uh, to referee a match in Saudi Arabia, which now they mentioning the name, you know, Raja and all that stuff, you know? But uh, yeah, that, that match, man, it was a banger, like, it's like they say, iron sharps iron. You know what I mean? Like they complemented each other well. Most definitely did. Mr. Casanova, what do you think about that first match, bro? What a way to start a show, to be honest with you. I mean, I couldn't have asked for anything better. I mean, you got Edge in the ring, a veteran. It's been in the game for 
well over 20 years, still at the top of his game, did not even miss a step. Nah, you know what? I don't. I don't think he missed a step either, man. Uh, all these guys look uh, good inside his match. Cut a couple of spots coming off, uh, especially that spot where I think uh, Seth was getting ready to go from the top rope. Edge pushes him off. He uh, hits the cage. Then he then he hits the uh, then he ends up hit, hitting the table. I mean, I, I thought that was. Cool. I mean, just just real good storytelling. Uh, good payoff. So this is the first, first of many, uh, you know, good matches in Crown at Crown Jewel inside Saudi Arabia. The next match that popped off, um, I want to say, wasn't it? Um, wasn't it uh, Zelina? No. Which match was it? So much wrestling popping off. What was next? What was next? Yeah, the the match that was next. Uh, oh, forgot. Uh, Doesn't matter. Uh, I I don't do these in particular order, anyways. But let's go ahead and just to pop off on one. I mean, let's go ahead. I mean, I mentioned her name, uh, Zelina Vega. Do drop. Shout out to you know Zelina Vega, paying uh, tribute to a cousin, Cole Red. Uh, it in the uh, Cole Red by Amazing Red, of course. That is. Um, I don't think the match was. Let's just go ahead and put this out here. The whole entire tournament itself was 20 minutes. Each match put together, if you add everything up, was about 20 minutes. Sad, I know. Yeah. But good payoff. I, I don't really know how they pulled it up off, but you know, I haven't seen a woman do a code red on a woman of that stature probably ever. So you know what, whatever they did and how they did it, I mean, it was perfect. I mean, it looked like, you know, her cousin did it. Like, and this was probably like what one of the first times she actually did it on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, it, it's just, she's getting paid, I guess. Or like, you know what I mean? Like for, I guess, the fuck up that they've done, you know, uh, it seems. Cause from where does she go from here now? I mean, there's a lot of rumblings with, you know, like the draft being the next day after that, you know, particular day. So uh, we should see, you know, uh, what they do with her right now. You know, I, I guess since she ranking money, you know, making that money on Twitch, they probably like, you know what, let's go with her. She's Hispanic too, you know, but let's see. But um, yeah, the, the, the actually the match was Mansoor. Which he's undefeated. Who's gonna take him down? Uh, the only person I think that can take him down is probably Ryback because I don't know if you popped off or heard about it. Ryback went in on you know Munster saying this guy's not a draw. You know, basically you know he trashed and Munster came back with a tweet poll where Ryback. Put, should I go to AWWE Impact or retire? I want to say about 95% of people say retire. So that that was like Munster's clapback, which I'm not mad at. Why 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 is Ryback still even worried about what's going on in WWE? Is the biggest question. To be honest, I mean, I don't know. He he blocked us anyway, so I don't care. Uh, no, this match is actually pretty good. 
It, it was good. I mean, Mon Monsoor is coming along, of course. Like you said, well, Cheech, and, uh, and Sonny, he's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, no, no, not even that. Um, they have to put him with, a, you know what I mean, the dancing partner. You know what I mean? Everybody that he had faced have made him look. Because if you've seen Ali was all up in his ear and making sure that, you know, he, 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 he did what he had to do. Because, you know, the different transition, you can see Ali, you know what I mean, how smooth he is. And um, that that was pretty cool, even though, you know, he kind of turned. Then they have the, what was it, uh, a ninja come out? No, like a, a dude from the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what's dope about that? I, I don't know if you realize what, <clears throat> what, he, what he said when he took off the mask. For all you Dexter fans out there, if you ever watch Dexter, you know about the dokes. He took off the mask and he goes, surprise, motherfucker. And that's exactly what he said. Like, I actually, uh, I, I actually read his lips and I was like, hell no. But, yo, did you see how quick his feet was? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. damn. Like, that's a, that's the last person. I'm and they loyal. They, they loyal over there. So, you know what I mean? He represented for them, I think, in the in Tokyo. So, yeah. you know, he, he he's big time. It's like when uh, Great Khali do something. You know what I mean? It's like a big movement. You know what I mean? Because they really behind their athletes over there. But um, I could have cared less for that match. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it, it I just want to know who's who's gonna be the one to beat them in Saudi Arabia. The only other person I could think about. I mean, the only person I think that ends streaks around here is Brock Lesnar. So maybe we have a Brock <laughs> versus Mansoor match. Maybe that's gonna be a off. that's gonna be a squash match just right off the bat. It's not even gonna last more than like a minute. Uh, I don't think so either. Uh, another big match, um, no particular order. Goldberg. Well, oh, Goldberg, are you going in order? I was gonna I mean, tell you. I got. Go I, I remember. Well, we skipped that. Well, so we're gonna go with uh, Matt Riddle on a fucking camel. What's up with that? I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, that's kind of clever. Did you hear what Michael Cole said? Nah, I did, I, I wasn't even paying attention to what Michael Cole says because usually I, I, I try to tune him out. I know he said something along the lines that Matt Riddle is riding high. I mean, that's that's <laughs> a given. <laughs> that's every day. That's I mean, all day, every day. <laughs> you feel me? So that was kind of like you know, kind of clever, but. Uh, yeah, that that match, I don't know. I could care less for Osmos or Osmosis Jones. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, you know, I just, it just he, I hate seeing AJ style being in that particular. You know, he's actually a Nigerian athlete, though. He's actually a Nigerian athlete. Like you got uh, Apollo Cruz faking faking to make it type deal over there. Well, you actually got him and uh, Aziz that are actually uh, you know born into that. So no, and and you could tell from kicks. You know, the way he moves and shit, you know? But. Nah, I wasn't mad at it. I mean, you know, the match itself is nothing but trying to build a character of, of almost, and I'm not I'm, I'm not mad at that. I mean, like you said, everyone needs a dancer partner. Right now, AJ Styles is on delegated duty to make sure that this, this specimen turns into the next big uh, monster for WWE. So, you know, it's, it's basically, it's, but I mean, you got to look at it. There's nobody else that he can tag along with that's a seasoned a season vet. I mean, Titus O'Neil really can't move around like he used to. Big Show's gone. 
Uh, Braun Strowman's gone. But the so thing is, they, they they should go back, man. I I don't know how y'all feel, managers. You know, just have us, you know, mouthpiece, and just having him go through like squat matches, like the way it used to be done back in the day. You know what I mean? And you got somebody hyping him up or whatever. Michael Bivens, aka you know whatever the heck he's going by now. Um, no, I, I don't know. That'd be I, 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 I understand that. Uh, you know, Mal- Malcolm Bivens, uh, aka Stokely. Like, I can, I can see a guy like him, but it's like at the same time, he still need to be more protected than just a manager. Like, he ain't, he ain't all there. Like, yeah, it, it, it worked for Brian. It worked for Brian Strowman real good, but at the same time, Brian still had some seasoning around him. But by the time he went solo, solo and got you know re re uh, packaged. Remember when Brian Strowman when Brian Strowman came in, he came in as a as an additional member of the Wyatt family. You know what I'm saying? So he was well well protected for for at least over a year. With with almost. It's going to be something, though, because it's really not a lot of people, you know, you can really put with them. You know yeah, because uh, he was the door guy at the uh, Raw Underground with Shane McMahon, right? He was a dude that was standing outside <laughs> with him, wasn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Yo, what's up, Kofi Weeson? Kofi Weeson in the building. Y'all make sure you're definitely following the Dirty Hills, getting ready to celebrate their 200 uh, and their, uh, I want to say, their two-year anniversary coming up in November, so... Make sure y'all definitely follow on the Dirty Elves. Uh, but, nah, I'm with that. Um, he, he, he was the doorman at Raw Underground, and I guess he had no work, and AJ hired him. So, that's one thing. Uh, but, moving on from them, dog, I mean, the only other thing I could really think of at, at this point that was probably even noteworthy from that match, honestly, was the finish. I mean... You got a guy seven foot five who gets choked up on the top rope. That didn't make any sense to me. I mean, you damn you, the the damn the damn uh, rope is at your belly button. There's no way you got choked up by the rope, but okay. But the fans ate it up. Those fans were absolutely crazy over there, and they definitely appreciate everything that's uh that that comes with the territory from a live show from the WWE. Uh, mm-hmm. They also got more work. They they got all the work that night, man. They end up getting uh um and what what was the next match here? Make sure I got this right. Goldberg. Because I mean we went through the the finals of the Queen Queen Crown. So after that, you know, pretty much so that Lashley and Goldberg. Once again, I said it last week. Said it last week. Y'all need to stop shitting on Goldberg because his last four matches haven't been bad. Go ahead, Mikey. I'm not going to shit on him, but all I'm going to say is he didn't need the win, though. They keep Bobby Lashley as, like, the dominating force. They should have had Bobby Lashley spear his ass off that thing and into all them tables. So, to me, they'll probably fight again. You think, would you think one more match? Between them? Probably. Rubber match. <laughs> I yeah, because uh, yeah, the way he worked, I mean, Gober looked good. The way they booked it, you know what I mean? So, 
it, it was pretty like you know entertaining you know for what it was but definitely the end the, the finish was what kind of took away from it you know yeah that that finish was mm, mm, basura i did not like the finish at all um i think that overall the match itself it hit on all cylinders it really did because you know I wasn't I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting a rest a wrestling match. I was expecting two guys to go out there and duke it out. You know what I'm saying? Like two guys go out there and fight. I, I wasn't expecting anything else other than that. And I definitely enjoyed that because it was like finally they they actually did something with these two on another level. So this was actually good. This felt big time. It felt like the match bit sun. Did Goldberg need the W? Absolutely not. Does it really hurt Lashley? Nope. It doesn't hurt Lashley no. because because Goldberg is a non-factor. Go, Goldberg is a guy who's gonna show up three times a year and he gone. So you know what I'm saying I'm not I'm not worried about a Goldberg. You know what I'm saying. So he can he can lose to Goldberg. I'm cool with it because I I know that this is probably it. If they do have one one more match, it'll probably be that a Survivor Series or or a uh, Royal Rumble, but I don't think it's going past anything of that. You know what I'm saying? I think I think with Brock Lesnar being a free agent, maybe they may touch that. Who knows? WrestleMania, I'm putting in an atmosphere. If we, if we pray for it now, you know, so put that in the atmosphere. But match itself wasn't too bad. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. and 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 I say way, and I say way that you were saying because that 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 particular, you know, I mean that match between them you know like it, it 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 was what it was you know what i mean but um but i love i love my train of thought hold on and okay back to you no but no yeah but yeah but no, what, what i meant to say you know what i mean like that the, the way it happened you know what i mean it, it was like a good set you know set way for uh the savior woods you know match against kim Allen. Even though uh, Goldberg didn't need the win, at least it wasn't a spear, spear, jackhammer. When that was it. At least they actually, you know, played it out a little further. Twelve minutes. It went twelve minutes. Damn, man, I, I had something to say. I forgot, bro. Fuck, my bad. Jeez. Only you can prevent forest fires. Uh, nah, but that that wasn't too bad. I mean, the match. Like I said, it, it did everything that, that it was supposed to do. It got you, it got you prepped for the next one. Your palate was uh, cleansed, and you end up getting Balor versus Woods, which, you know. Oh my. <clears throat> now, now remember, now remember, I say like, finally, WWE did something for the fans. Something that they they wanted, you know what I mean? Which it was, not not lastly lost, but lastly being booked, you know what I mean? Like, as a machine, you know what I mean? And this loss it didn't hurt him. And now we go in, you know, to the King of the Ring finals. That from the get go, the person that people really much wanted to win it was Xavier Woods. And lo and behold, it happened, bro. What you thought about that? I thought that this was dope. Uh, just to see finally, you know, the journey. That is Xavier Woods has been on. You gotta understand, you know, just look at Xavier Woods' career in WWE. 
no singles uh, titles, all tag team. Um, basically, the mouthpiece for you know majority of the time on the new new day. Uh, hype man, great wrestler, very very great wrestler, but he never had the accolade to himself as a solo star. And I think that that was good that he actually has an accolade for himself. You got Kofi, who who's been a multiple time champion, uh, United States IC tag team champion, WWE champion. You got Big E, who's been the IC champion and WWE champion, tag team champion. And finally, you have, you know, um, Xavier Woods has something of his own. So this is this was good. Uh, did, did Finn Balor need this win? Absolutely not. He didn't need it. I mean, Finn Balor's going to be good regardless. He's a former Universal Champion. All right. So that, that alone sets him good. So I'm definitely happy about that. Definitely happy about that. But uh, other than that, I don't I don't think they need anything. I think they finally got it right. They hit the nail on the head. And Xavier Woods looked damn good in that match versus someone like Finn Balor. Uh, what you think about that, Mikey? I thought it was an excellent match. I mean, he did deserve it. And just what he does at, you know, I would call it like a Macho Man-esque elbow. That thing was beautiful, man. Just at the right timing, he hit that. And then it was one, two, three, game over. He finally got the uh, accreditation that he deserves. Most deaf, most deaf. I, I, I definitely agree agree with that. He finally got everything that he deserved. Yo, right there. can can we find can we get that? Uh, finally, the breakup of Xavier Woods being too like arrogant. You know what I mean? And just get lost in this. I'm a king now. Kind of like Seth Rollins dismantled the whole shield. <laughs> He, he could be in uh get his own click and start a new feud against and no perhaps that happens right down the road wrestlemania triple threat for the title the new day you know what i mean that's actually that that don't that don't sound bad a triple Even, threat for the but i don't think that'll happen because they don't separate brands yeah but we got the rumble you know what i mean it's another uh -huh. thing to happen it don't have to be, you know, I'll say the belt, but most likely, you know, they won't put it, you know. I can see something like that. I mean, that'll, that'll be nice, you know, finally get a payoff. But the New Day, I don't, I think I think the New Day is probably their, one of their biggest, uh, one of their biggest merch grabbers. But it, it's eight years. It's been eight years, man. It's time for a change. I mean, they... They change their gear almost every three months. <laughs> they change uh, their gear every three months. Uh, Big E changed his theme music. He by himself. Kofi was a WWE champion. I mean, yeah, I mean a little bit of change. Change is good, but I think this is this. It, it was well deserved. I mean, the real question is, what are they gonna do with this whole King of the Ring? That's the real question. Because if they're not gonna do anything. Uh, far as actually making it benefit these guys more and when I say benefit them I mean to the point of something big comes out of it some type of a push some type of a championship run then but, but I, it's, it's pointless I was gonna say um, next month G4 oh what up all the way from Puerto Rico um, what's up Randy? G what up papa you know, um, the G4, 
is coming back. And um, Xavier Woods, I think he's going to be heavily, you know what I mean, um, focused over there and shit, you know? So mm. it, it might be the time to actually, I know, you know what I mean, put some wings on him and see what he do. Anything can happen at this point, but I think I think Xavier Woods, he's he's groomed for it, but like I said, they really got to make this King of the Rain mean something other than just a name that has lineage. Make it mean something. The last yeah. King of the Rain that ever did something for me, in my opinion, was Booker T. Booker T won the King of the Rain, and then right after that, Booker ended up uh, yeah, winning the WWE uh, e Heavyweight Championship. So, you know, and his character. You know, it kind of gave another layer to his character. You know what I mean? Even though it was kind of funny, you know what I mean? But it, 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 you know, it gave him new life for that period of time. You know? Yeah, even his wife, uh, Charmel, was a big part of that too. I mean, she was playing along with that too. It was yeah. a great time to be a wrestling fan. Damn, so it was. So, like I said, it has to, it has to amount to something. It just can't be. Okay, this is King of the Ring and this is Queen Queen of the Ring. It's like I need something to come out of this. Like if Selena Vega doesn't get a title shot or at least a major push to get a title shot, then it was pointless to even do these things. But with speaking of things, man, let's take a real quick break. We'll be right back. Uh make sure y'all are definitely on the lookout for the new upcoming album by Mind Reed, Lil Nate, Rocket Boys dropping next week. Next week, October. 29th. Matter of fact, I ain't gonna talk about it. Y'all just go ahead and watch the commercial. Uh, tune in, press play. I can't love him no more. I can't love him no more. Sing me no love songs. My love been dead and gone. You said you were dead, but I'm feeling alone. Smoking on sides, I just sitting at home. Smoking without you just feels wrong. Feels so wrong. Most definitely, you know we back in the place. Make sure y'all definitely have y'all phone set, reminder set. It's going to be available on all streaming platforms. That's Rocket Boys dropping by the one and only. Uh, Myron Reed, a.k.a. Kid Reed, Lil Nate, Rocket Boys coming out. Be on the lookout for that. That drops next week, so y'all definitely be on the lookout for it. And make sure y'all tune in, man. But, hey, with that being said, we got to go ahead and move on. Uh, last two things on Crown Jewel. We uh, had Biggie, Biggie versus McIntyre. Now that match was solid. It was it, solid. Yeah, it, was solid. it was solid. Simple fact that you know McIntyre really, really made my boy E look good. Not, not, not to say that E doesn't look good by himself or make people look good, but to fight a former champion of that caliber, someone like a McIntyre who's you know, he's already climbed that mountain top. You know what I'm saying? So, at any time you have a match with a former champion, it's, it's a great thing. It's a real good thing. 
So, you know, I thought that, I thought it was good, man. I, I thought it, they did a real good job with each other. A lot of teasers, you know. At one point, I thought McIntyre was going to hit Big E with the big ending. And then, you know, that wasn't the case. But what did you, uh, what did you think overall uh, about this match, Cheech? Well, it made sense since McIntyre was already going to SmackDown. That's why, in a way, and it made no sense to draft in the first place. But that you know that already happened. But um, the the match, you know, what I mean, just a, a solid win for TV. Moving forward, that um, I just I don't see Big E dropping that belt unless it's to Bobby Lashley, the Almighty. You know what I mean? But I think he might hold it all the way to Mania. All the way to Mania. All the way to Mania. I don't see who he could lose it to. Hold on, time out. So what you're telling me is you Big E's going to have a longer run than Lashley? But it looks like it. Longer than Lashley? Yeah, it looks like it. You know? Who's more marketable? Who's, Who's more, marketable? more out there? Who's got that, you know what I mean? Not taking away nothing from Lashley, but remember, my dude wasn't even a champion, not even a month, and he already doing intros for like big, major, million dollar fights. You know what I mean? That, that was, that's a good look, you know what I mean? That's why like I believe that they'll probably just, you know, give him that run, you know what I mean? Nah, not a la Kofi. Unless something changes drastically, but on some real shit. Other than Bobby Lashley on Raw, who's next? I mean, you Who got... And then there's... Well, there is that one. You got... Mm. Hold on, wait, there's Finn Balor. Okay. Well, do you see them putting the belt on him? Absolutely. But for what? God damn, Andy! What what did he do to you? <laughs> well, if they you don't do me. something with Finn Balor soon, it's gonna make me think Vince is gonna send him back to NXT again. Oh, you Dude. got that? You got Kevin Owens? You know what I mean? You 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 got? Yeah, I, don't, I don't see no one's becoming it anytime soon either. That's the problem. I just don't see none of them. I mean, don't get me wrong. They are capable that they could be champions, but the way it looks, I don't think they're going to go with that, you know? Andy said, the only big that mattered to me is uh, Notorious Fiat. <laughs> yes. Baby, baby. <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel that, man. No, but I think... I think uh, you know you you got you got people. You, I mean, you got Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. You got possibly Finn Balor. You know that could be people in contingent for the title. I mean, do I think Big E is gonna hold it the main all the way to Mania? No, I, I I think they're gonna do something that they used to do, which actually worked good back in the day for shows like Raw. Have that title float around. Have it float around between those guys. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think I think Biggie may get two solid months, 
and then it'll go to somebody and then they'll come back to Big E. You okay. Know, like that. Big E and Seth Rollins. That's a good match. You know? That could, that could be a can WrestleMania Seth, match. That's what I said, but can Seth Rollins, you know, put the belt on him? Then we got Edge. We never seen Edge versus Big E. Nope. Can you see Edge having the strap going into WrestleMania? Absolutely. That's a potential right there. That's a strong candidate. Yeah, you got a lot of like I said. That's that's the only reason why I said I don't see Big E holding the title all the way to Mania because there's so many names, and that's not to take away from Big E. Big E is a is is a is a gem, a gem amongst amongst a whole bunch of jewels. Like, and he shines bright. But I'm saying that there's so many different ways that people can go about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel that. Yo, you like you have something to say, Mr. Casanova? I personally would like to see Biggie turn heel, though. We all see him smiling and dancing around and, you know, doing his gyrating and stuff when he gets in the ring. And then there are all those moments where he gets all pissed off. And then, you know, you could just see the fires of hell come through his eyes and stuff like that. But that's not quite where I need to see him at, though. I want to see him go full-blown heel. Like, if the New Day does break up, like, entirely and that's the end of it, he's going to have to be the one to wipe them all out because, you know, he's the muscle man. I mean, he could, like, fling woods around. I mean, look at Kofi, man. He's probably the lightest one in the group. He could throw him, like, you know, or something like that. Kofi ain't got no chest, so he could definitely throw, throw him around. I'm just hey, ain't in my line. I ain't lying about that one, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, could, I could definitely uh, moving on from Biggie and Drew. Then you had uh, the women's uh, triple threat match. Uh, mm. you, had, you had Becky Lynch, uh, Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair. All right, give me the real. How'd you feel about this match? Come on now, I'm gonna be quiet. You can go ahead, Cheech. Uh, I mean, they. They did a thing, you know what I mean? Uh, Bianca, you know that spot when she um, raised, uh, who was it? Was it Sasha over her head? No, you know what I mean? And you see the crowd pop, you know what I mean? And uh, that's good because right now she's getting traction again, you know? And she's going to be on Raw. So I, I, I could see her, you know, being a future uh, champion soon, you know? But. Yeah, the match, the match was like, to me, the fact that, you know, some of them, that they're going to different brands, right? The only people going to different brands, I believe, is Bianca and uh, Becky. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, it, it was something like a storyline, you know, matter, but that also, you know, Becky Lynch coming back, you know what I mean, so... That, that gave her time to play, you know what I mean? Not for her to go, you know, or full throttle against all of them. You know? I mean, against, you know, just a particular, uh, you know, combatants. But yeah, like, you know, it, it was another triple threat, you know, just to get people out there, you know, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I liked it. Mr. Casanova, what you think? Well, the point where they had her uh becky lynch meaning up in like a uh kind of like a chair position where one had one of her legs the other had her other leg it kind of looked like they almost forgot the spot that they were supposed to be doing for a second there because they just kind of paused 
Like, I don't know what happened there, but that's what I kind of got out of it. I mean, it was a good match, but just that one part where they were by the, the corner and they were holding Becky Lynch up, it kind of looked like they forgot what they were supposed to do. Yeah, I mean, I can I could see what you mean there. It did, it did, but then again, it's wrestling. I mean, maybe that could have been like something that was pre-notion, pre-planned. Let's see. <laughs> Meaning that the cool says they look ridiculous in those t-shirts. Look, they just well, they're lost I mean, they, they just, they're trying to respect their culture. Like, ain't nothing they can do. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, at that point, I mean, may, maybe a few years later, we'll see how, how they how they do. Maybe, maybe oh, they'll do uh, T-shirts. I don't know. Before I forget, man, I, uh, I think I heard the other day the fact that, uh, you know, Sasha is out of the Mandalorian. Guess, you know, I guess they they want a whole crew, the crew is all fascinated, and I guess she's not with it. So I guess she won't be on the next season. I don't know how many people are how people are sad about that. I could care less, but yeah. But moving along, man, the big match. Acknowledge yeah, him. The biggest biggest match uh, on that card it was Lesnar versus the Travel Chief uh, Roman Reigns with Thot Heyman. Inside the corner, Todd Heyman. Wow. Yo, that match was awesome. That that match, like I said, and this is one of the reasons why I said this is po- quite possibly the best uh, crown jewel ever. But not only that, yeah, it was. And not only what? that, this is definitely like one of the best pay per views this year. I'm gonna say that. Uh, yeah. And it does. It, it doesn't matter which which uh, company you want to go with. This is like literally. One of the best pay-per-views this year. It had everything that you needed, but this match delivered on all cylinders, man. Like it didn't miss. You had you had Roman Reigns, you know, basically everywhere, flying over the top rope, Undertaker style. You know, Brock actually agreeing to do that. That was dope. Uh, then you know you had a lot of uh, mind games with Paul. I'm sorry, Thot Heyman inside the uh, corner. You know, and then what got me was the point where Paul Heyman just throws the belt and says, you know what to do with it. That was awesome, bro. You could see him outside like, like, ah, fuck. And and then the referee gets down, so he's like, you know what? Do whatever the fuck y'all want. And that little tussle, you know what I mean? It it was like, like, oh shit, you know? And uh, of course, he wasn't gonna win clean. The Usos come in, which I thought it was awesome you know at the right time it was like because remember he was getting cheered you know what i mean like roman was kind of like a face <laughs> you know what i mean just because of the if you go by the crowd but like the match was hard hitting you know what i mean like brock lesnar whatever if he fights how much you know what i mean short the times that he wrestles the dude knows his shit, man, and he had gotten better. He is selling, you know. And um, Roman Reigns is the man. Acknowledging, yeah, quite possibly the best wrestler right now. I mean, just overall package. And then you got uh, going back to Bianca Belair, number one female inside the P the PWI in wrestling. You can't, you can't top that. Like that's was she? She was number one. Oh wow! See? She was number one. Good so, shit. 
This is big. And remember, she's only been doing this for a few years. And she's and she's a she's a product of basically from them developing her from the ground up. Never Was that Mark Henry? Yeah, Mark, Mark Henry brought it. Mark Mark Henry brought it in. But you know, instead, I don't. I don't think Mark Henry was responsible for the training. I don't think Mark Henry out there doing bumps. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just being real, bro. Uh, yeah. See, the best part of the match for me was when Brock lifted the rapport referee up like a little boy. Yo, he he did lift him up like he little boy them like I don't I don't know if you ever saw uh, Terminator Two, where um, where Arnold Schwarzenegger I, I guess they stop in the desert and his little kid. Walks up to the Terminator and he picks him up by his overalls. Like that's exactly how Brock Lesnar <laughs> did did the referee. Priceless. Yeah, you know, that was like a side-on uh, comparison. You trying to make some money? Book Brock Lesnar or John Cena as the next Terminator if you're really trying to make some money. But uh, mm. yeah, Brock Lesnar's face was priceless at the end of this match, man. Just priceless. They always like, catch him at like the He's wrong selling. time for a picture. Man, he's definitely selling. Hey, hey, go go back. Put that one, that picture real quick. That that one, the, no, the other one with the girls. Yeah, the announcer. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, what, we gonna we gonna we gonna touch on Greg Hamilton. We gonna touch. What on. we talk? What we call a guy when it's uh, instead of a Karen? You know, a woman is a Karen. So a guy know. is a what? I don't, I, I haven't <laughs> heard anything about the guys, but maybe we can call him a Ken. But we'll talk about Ken later. <laughs> I don't know what we I don't know what we call the guys. Uh but yeah, that guy, a lot of beef. We we gonna talk about that. I mean he ain't he ain't like major newsworthy, but we gonna get him. Uh, He's trying to become newsworthy, obviously. Man. Yeah, a lot of clout chasing. Roman Reigns, who are you throwing the bell to, Paul Heyman? That's definitely accurate as fuck. Accurate as fuck. Uh, next, I mean, just if you moving on from Bow, I mean, moving on from Crown Jewel, and then you know you had literally SmackDown the next day, and I thought that was like once again, you understand that time, the way the time zones work out, like for them, it was actually pretty good. So they they were able to, you know, fly back, get get a little bit arrested for they. You know, went ahead and did did what they had to do. As far as uh, dealing with, um, I think they were in Wichita, Kansas, which is like maybe one of the most countryest places ever, <laughs> I guess. But the crowd, the crowd ate it up. I mean, you had you had everybody that you needed to have for the season premiere. You had the champion. You had the people playing inside the background. I mean, this was good. And then you had, of course, opening up the show, holding up progress, Roman Reigns. Once again, the person that we've been talking about, the travel chief, the person that we have to acknowledge, the person who's quite possibly, like I said, one of the best wrestlers in the world, next to, uh, well, I ain't gonna mention his name, so we'll leave that alone. Because if I was gonna say it, Mike Angelo would definitely hit me with uh, that fuck Kenny Omega, but uh, yeah, we gotta mention that. Um, this was this was actually pretty good. Having 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 Roman Reigns out there bragging, you know, saying like that was classic kill stuff. But it's even more, it's even more out there, you know, dealing with Roman Reigns because, like I said, he's doing like such good 
character work right now that is just undeniable. Undeniable. Just just remember, less than two years ago, people couldn't stand him. Couldn't stand him. He had he had go away heat. You know, like people were tired of seeing him. They didn't want to see him on the TV. They were just tired. And you look at him now, and he literally controls the crowd with the palm of his hand. Every word that he says, these people are hanging on to to their life. So this is why this is why I consider somebody like like Roman Reigns, you know, definitely top tier when it does come to being like um, to to being that guy to to carry a show. But if you miss if you miss everything, uh, Roman Reigns basically went on some TV 14 ish. You know what I'm saying? Talking about he smashed everybody. And I was like, yo, pause. It's like, oh, so you are you are just smashing everybody? Like that's what it is? Like your body count up there? And I thought I thought it was hilarious, yo. He was like, ah, what do you say? Well, I don't know. I'm I'll just play. Smashed everyone. The list has gotten so long now. We can't even go back to the beginning, so let's start at Mania. Daniel Bryan Edge smashed him. Cesaro smashed him. Finn Balor smashed him. Hollywood megastar John Cena smashed him. And your boy, Brock Lesnar. Well, last night in Saudi Arabia at Crown Jewel, I smashed Brock Lesnar. <laughs> just to just the end the part, like I smashed Brock Lesnar. It's like, no, I see. That, I could see the memes. He definitely I, yeah. put some stink on that one. Yeah, that was, that was on some Tupac. That's why I fucked your bitch. <laughs> like, like that was some hit him up type stuff. Like, I loved it, man. I loved it. Uh, this this is great work. Great, great work by, by Reigns, man. We we needed this Roman Reigns years ago. I'm so glad he was able to find his uh, his mic skills and, and learn the way around it and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he, de- he definitely learned it, man. Well, they letting him. <laughs> you know, they letting him, you know, because his over was there. Because if you go back to NXT, Wayne, where he was like rock, like having a cell phone and being a little like cocky with a, you know, suit. When he was Eki, you know, but yeah, definitely cool. What about um, what you thought about Hero? Uh, you so forgot one thing bro. though. You, you forgot something though, man. What about how Brock Lesnar ragdolled his cousins all the way around the outside of that ring? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh, you know why I didn't talk about that? Cause it was obvious. He came, did his little thing for Crown Jewel. Now he's going to do something against the authority. He gets suspended and we don't see him to whatever. And it was kind of like so predictable that uh, I, I, I couldn't care less. It was like, so, oh, Adam Pierce, <laughs> you know, like, come on, man, that, that they, they could have done more promos like they were doing in the back. Like, you know, I, I like that, you know, have everybody kind of the new people in the roster. You know, like this is me, you know, something not different because they used to do that before, but we haven't seen that often, you know. Sometimes, sometimes old, old is, uh, you know, it's new. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely glad, glad they did that. 
But you know, Adam Pearce is out there and definitely suspending Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar comes out, gives him the work. Say what you said again. Say what you said again. Obviously, you know, Brock wasn't too happy about that. Um, hit Row. I like their debut. I just think they debuted in the wrong city. I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, Wichita, Kansas. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, probably, it's right. probably about, yo, it's probably about five black families there in total. And I think that one of them, one of them actually worked there as security. That's all, that's all, that's all I'm saying. Uh, no, I thought, yeah, Wichita was probably like not the place for them to debut. It felt a little bit flat to me, but it doesn't take away from what they are as a unit. You get what I'm saying? Like as a unit, I think they're going to do tremendous things, but I think the debut felt kind of flat because Wichita, Kansas is like, and like if, if you go back and watch SmackDown and just look at some of the, the close-up close up of some of these faces inside the crowd, you know, especially when, you know, you had, you had people like, yeah, people like Hit Row and, uh, and Xavier Woods out there, they, they, they were just waiting, you know, for, for the end. But I thought, you know, Top Dollar backed up everything he said, you know what I'm saying? It was just, of course, enhancing talent. It wasn't nobody in particular. I mean, of course, you're not going to debut and go fight the, you know, top person on the chain. I mean, you're not John Cena. Ain't no Kurt Angle around, but... I thought it, it, it was pretty good, but I do think that the reports that were out there that Top Dollar was going to be a solo star, Swerve and Ashanti Adonis being the tag team, that didn't play out the way they said it was going to be. No, it but, didn't, and, and there's a reason behind that because I read something earlier that uh, apparently Ashanti the Adonis has some undisclosed illness, and that's why he's not wrestling right now. Gotcha. Oh, and the yeah. thing is, next week. And I think the next two shows on SmackDown, one is, I think it's Orlando, and then you got PA. Well, that's good, as long as, they, as long as they're not back in Wichita. No, but that's what I'm saying, you couldn't wait, you know, you couldn't wait, like whoever booked the shit, and they kind of switched them. You could see the little chain, little twit, you know what I mean, on the presentation, you know. Well, yeah, but, uh, they, they gotta make they gotta make this look big time, you know, this is like, and everything's in 8K on Fox, like 8K, and you know you got to make the presentation look like spectacular. You know what I mean? But they, they, they switched it up. I understand that. Another big thing popping out of SmackDown: Kofi Kingston uh, giving uh, Xavier Wood his flowers, a coronation of King Woods. King Xavier Woods, first of his name, bringer of new days, and your king of the ring, Hell King Woods. Hell King Woods. Hell King Woods. I was with it. I mean, like I said, going back to before, it was good to see this man. This is this is his. His to find a moment for himself. So, shout out to him. Um, and then, the big thing that everyone's talking about. They ain't talking about anything else out of SmackDown. You know what they talking about? The title was changed. The title I hate was, that shit. The title was changed. Nobody wanted. Nobody wanted the title was changed last year. They didn't want it this year. Okay? If you didn't see what happened, I'll play it for real quick. 
So, a lot going into that thing. Uh, that was done on purpose, hands down. Charlotte claims yeah. it wasn't, but it was. But she even said though that she wanted to drop the title to Bianca Belair, though. True, she did. She did want to drop it to Bianca Belair, and I thought that would have been smart booking. Like, like you were saying, Cheech, nobody wanted, um, nobody wanted this. Nobody, nobody wanted this title exchange. Nobody, absolutely nobody asked for it. Nobody wanted that, right? And here's the thing, um, and I'm gonna get to it in a second. But what do you, what do you think that this all stems from, from uh, Cheech? I don't know, man. Um, perhaps there's, you know, like the report saying, um, there's heat, you know, in the back, according to, uh, cause I guess there was a, a dark match th that night. And um, usually after you come out to Gorilla, you address Vince and I guess she didn't. And that was the same night that uh, Homeboy was in Orlando, you know, fighting Pac. And um, literally, you know, he, he threw some shots you know what I mean? Kind of after that happened, so you could come to your own conclusion, you know? That's the reports, but you know, it, it has to be probably on her, the way that she you know, she's being booked, you know? She, who knows? Hey, you know real I mean? quick. Yeah. You said Pop. It's Neville. <laughs> huh? It's, it's Neville, Neville. Not Pop. Not no, Neville. Yeah. It's Neville. <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, no, yeah, Only Pac we, we respect is Tupac Shakur, and next Pac he gets a pass. Well, anyway, since we're talking about that, nice, but, you know, let's go to Rampage, man. We're going we gonna to go to Rampage. I, I just want to throw my two cents in on, on this Charlotte real quick. I also uh, think that maybe uh, there was a reason why the Charlotte's acting like that. Maybe it's because Becky came back from pregnancy and got put back in the top spot, as opposed to where Charlotte's been grinding the whole time. And has not done anything, but you know, she had to wait till that that spot came up so she can reclaim a championship. Like she's been there the whole time, and you know, granted, Becky did have a child, but still, she was put at the top, not back at the bottom. It's not even that. It ain't even that. Not even that. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is, bro. Ready? This is what it is. Okay. It's Poppy Chulo. Okay. Yeah. This is what it. Uh, this is what it uh, boils down to. She wants to be with her dude. Ever since, ever since he's left, it's been nothing but a bunch of BS and rumors flowing around of her either uh, not uh, being being bored with her booking, not enjoying her booking, being a little bit reckless. Then, then you look at the Nia Jackson Charlotte thing with the little shoot on Raw a few months ago. I think. I think she wants to. She wants to be with him. She she wants to be at AEW. She doesn't want to be there. She wants to be close to her fiance. And I think that's exactly what it is. I think that anything will trigger her. You know, you can you can say, "Hey, Charlotte, how's how's the weather?" And it may piss off that day because she don't want to be there. I think that's exactly what it is. It can't be her booking. She's a what? 14, 13 time champion. Fourteen yeah. time champion. And it definitely ain't your booking, okay? You got you got more title uh, reigns than the top women's who's ever held those titles. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, you you so. got a strong point. He he's there for three years. You know he signed a contract for three years, so 
you know. What, and I think I believe I, I believe Charlotte, I you know, there was some report that it was like later this year, she whatever, but I, I'm not sure. I think, you know, her contract is longer, so we see. Does report no other woman wants to work with her now after that incident, citing she is seen as only as interested in how she looks and scrutinizing everything that she's involved in through a self-centered filter. Once again, it has everything to do with Papi Chulo getting right in and telling her. Yeah. what it is. Okay, uh, but let's, enough of this novella, drama, Let's talk about that match with Neville. What you thought about that shit? Uh, I mean, I mean, it was, it was good. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm moist, but it was good. Um, those two, they, they gonna bring everything out of each other. I think that Andrade is still underutilizing AEW. I think they haven't quite found what to do with him yet. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been more so he's been more so on camera because he's a recognizable face from the competition. They ain't done none with old dude. That's that's my opinion. I mean, what I wouldn't think? go as far as saying moist, but you know, I thought it was a pretty dope match with the high spots and you know, but. It's just the way they do things in that company, though, sometimes. I mean, they have great matches. Like, to me, that was the highlight of the night for me. No, definitely that that match, you know what I mean? It's like the third time I think they they fought. You know, they are uh, um, NXT product. Not, you know what I mean? They went through the NXT uh, system, which, you know, uh, you could see it in the work. There was some spot there that uh, Andrade did that you know what i mean he hurt his back you know what i mean like it, it didn't make no sense for him to do that math that ma that move but it's just like the, the the way you know what i mean like uh the story you know what i mean kind of the storytelling between them you know it was it was pretty good you know and um the thing that surprised me is uh alistair black popping up popping out you know what i mean like that was like for me because i remember being in um NXT takeover in New Orleans when they wrestled against each other, you know what I mean? And I remember, you know, I had my Alistair Black shirt, you know what I mean? And um, and, and so it was a callback to that, you know. So it was like he knows him, so Andrade's kind of like Alberto del Rio gimmick in a way, like with the money, whatever. So man, that 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 was kind of cool. Then of course, you know, Mr. Uh, Woody, Woody have to come in and you know shine and get his shine on. Uh, it, yeah, it was alright. We just set up for the next night, you know, for Dynamite. But um, yeah, that that match between uh, uh Neville and uh <laughs> and Andrade was fucking awesome. But uh, oh man, but uh. Yeah, no, I was, uh, I forgot. Yeah, it was the next day that that nasty bump from Archer. That was uh, on Dynamite, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Come on, get it together. Yeah, that, that was on Dynamite. Uh, yeah. There. So what are some Rampage you think that was worth talking? Other than that, Matt. 
So you're jumping to AEW now. Yeah, you miss you miss everything WWE. We did Crown Rule, uh, Crown Jewel, and SmackDown. So we on AEW now. Late JJ. Uh, let me see. Um, the only thing to me what was that main event? I mean the the whole TBS tournament. Uh, I think the first match kicked off on uh, Rampage. If I'm not mistaken, or was that the uh, which match kicked off on Rampage? Yeah, so, it, it was for the for the the other tournament. I think it was Orange Cassidy against somebody else against Hobbs, wasn't it? Orange Cassidy and Hobbs for the uh, oh, you're talking about the the tournament, uh, the eliminated tournament for the yeah. full gear. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean, Daniel Daniel Bryan's match was the the following night on a Saturday mm-hmm. night. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. We have Rampage, that's it. Um, let's move on to Saturday night. Dynamite. Saturday night dynamite. I mean, we had a few things pop off. First thing, I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out here. You already mentioned Lance Archer, uh ah! know, that was Damn. uh that was brutal. Uh he was going up against uh Eddie Kingston, went to gang, do gang. A, uh Moonsault and yeah, I mean, if you look close at the picture, yeah, he still spikes himself a little bit there. He was able to walk out underneath his own, you know, his own will. But I think that was more so of, you know, hey, I got this. You know what I'm saying? But that was brutal. One thing about Lance Archer, I would say, when he goes in, he goes balls deep. Like, he, he giving it to you straight raw. Like, he ain't holding back. He, he wants you to see everything that he's working with. So, I commend him. Unfortunately, you know, as it, I heard himself. I mean, go ahead, Chief. Like, you about to speak on I mean, he shouldn't be doing them type of moves, man. Um, it wasn't a pay-per-view match. It was a qualifier. You know, you leave them big moves for, you know, for matches like that, pay-per-view and shit. Man. That, that was scary. You know, you see they went, you know, at least he walked under his own power and they went to the finish quick, you know. At least Eddie Kingston, we're going to get next week. Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Bryan, Daniel Danison, the American Eagle, American Dan Dragon, whatever the fuck he's called. You know what I mean? That's just going to be banging, you know. But, like, the, I, I, I don't want to see him... You know, somebody big like that, like Luchasaurus, he could do that. Brian Cage could do that. But no, I don't want to. Y'all don't need to do that. Just bring that out, you know, on special occasions, you know what I mean? Just hope, you know, homeboy, he's he doing good, you know, because he he, he's pretty good, man. He's another unutilized character, you know what I mean? Talent there. So, yeah, man, that should be. <sighs> That could have been a real, real bad. What do you think, Mr. Castle? Honestly, though, he's a really fit guy, so that's probably the reason why he wasn't hurt. But if he walked away with a bruised disc or two, I could see why, though. But if he wasn't a fit guy, it could have probably been a lot worse than it actually was. Absolutely. Absolutely. That could have been real, real uh, disastrous. Uh, you know, another thing... Popped off Ruby Soho going up against Penelope Ford. Um, of course, Ruby Soho takes the, the dub. This match was good. Ruby still is, she's hot. She's going to be out for a while. 
gonna be out for a while because once again, she's a recognizable face. Um, she's the face everyone knows. She's gonna draw. And let's just face it, she's miles ahead of those girls on the roster. Only because of her years in the independence and also her years underneath WWE learning how to polish it. So she's gonna look better than probably about 90% of the roster. And she looked damn good. She really helped Penelope Ford out too. So, you know, it was definitely good, you know, seeing them, but I don't know, man. It's like, am I ready for am I ready for this TBS championship? I'm not. Uh, only because, like I said, it's a catch-22. Yes, it's more exposure for the women. And it, it also, you know, gives them more time. But at the same time, you barely give these women enough time to even get on the microphone. Let alone have a match. Granted, when they do have a match, it does last longer than two minutes. And then that's a stab at WWE. But, you know, there's not enough character development there. On television. Now, if you watch... Being be the, be the elite, that's totally different. But as far as on television, no, that's, that's not a lot of character development. But yeah, this this is gonna be good. I, I think it's gonna be Ruby Soho and Jade probably at the end of the day to go up for that title. Those will probably be the last two. I don't see anybody else. I think Ty Ty Conte be out. Everybody else will be out. It's gonna be those two. What you think about the match, uh, Chief? No, I can't last about that man. I, I didn't, you know, I mean, it. watching it, but I wasn't really paying attention to it because it's like, like you already knew who was gonna win. Even though I don't get me wrong, when Penelope Ford was with Joey Janela, I was more into it. You know what I mean? Like, but now it's like I don't know. She kind of like lo lost her momentum that. She she had if she had any, you know what I mean? But yeah, I'm, I, I was glad that match was over. All right, JJ says, Ruby, my, my hooser. Oh, that's right, She uh, she's from Indiana, right? Indiana. Yeah, I think the SmackDown's going over there soon. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to draw like AEW did. AEW did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought, once again, uh, it, it's going to take a while because there's really not a lot of people that you can put in this tournament that's going to be, you know, there for you to say, oh, my God, you know what I mean? But that's a whole different story. Um, let's see. Also in the crowd there, you had Tony Nese, you know, look, looking like he just came from a job interview. And <laughs> hey, him, okay. you see you see him when um, when, when Do fell, they put the camera towards him and he was like kind of like, like, damn. <laughs> he looks really excited to be there. I mean, he looks so thrilled to be there. I mean, just smiling from ear to ear. Yeah. Okay, she says Raw. Raw gonna be there next month as well. If you go, make sure you take some pictures for us, JJ, and some video clips. Uh, let's see. Yeah, moving on. Moving on from that, you also had uh, coming out of that. Yo, what's up with these signs inside the crowd? <laughs> Sammy, I, can you cream pie me? Uh, first of all, I haven't heard someone say cream pie uh, in a long time, nor have I seen the words cream pie in a while. But if you do want to see the words cream pie, make sure you definitely go watch 
our episode over there with Smackin' Raw podcast on Pornhub. You may get a chance to rub one off and watch us as well. But uh, uh, that person actually got kicked out. They, they actually escort, escorted that person out of the building. It was like, come on, nine dog. What, what's, what, what's, what, what, what's up with that, man? You know, I mean, I understand it's not a PG show, but you just can't put, you know, can't be putting that. Can you cream pie me on the sign on national television, like? And it's crazy because you know uh, Gobara got that little gimmick that he be writing shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's hilarious though, man. It's like, and then they in the perfect position for for the hard cam, like perfect position, so everyone's gonna see it. So, oh, that's not the first time that happened because there was somebody in uh, years ago when Finn Balor was like doing his thing, and somebody put you know face fuck me Finn or something like that in the sign, and her name's Felicia Rose. She usually shows up on uh, Conan's podcast quite a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that did happen, didn't it? I almost forgot about that one. The question is, did Finn do it? Ah, that's the real question. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, and the other one. I, I love Twinks. Okay, that side. What does that mean? I, I don't even know what Twinks is. I'm being dead ass. Uh, JJ, if you know what Twinks means, just let me know. I'll read it, but I won't. I won't display it that you said it. Um, anyone know what Twinks means? I've never heard of it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, bro. So, what's your thoughts on Bobby Fish? Bobby Fish getting all this TV time. Recognizable face once again. Okay. Recognizable yeah, that- face. Uh, Anthony Green, man. Uh, don't get me wrong, man. Um, I Red guess he needs money. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. He doesn't no, no, do it for you. What? My nah. opinion. My opinion. You should CM be on Punk, dark. CM Punk did not need to be there. I don't know. Just for that run-in, he did not need to be there for that. Oh, you you don't know? They probably know each other from Milwaukee. No, but um, yeah, I was kind of so that 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 set up a match, I guess, for next Wednesday between Bobby Fish, Pecao versus Bobby, CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah, I ain't. I mean, like I said, Bobby Fish, he's good in the ring. Character work is just as interesting as watching. Oh, he got a good, he got a good look. You know what I mean, with a mustache or whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah, but on the microphone, on the mic. Yeah, that's the thing. He don't even need to talk. That's the thing. So, so, some of these uh, talent, they, they don't need to talk, bro. Like, back in the day, I remember Abdullah the Butcher. Bro, and they were standing there just with his look, you know what I mean? Like, that mystery, you know what I mean? That's that's the same thing they could have done with Karrion Cross. You know, he, he could speak, but, like, not have him say shit. The Fiend, all this shit, man. Yeah, everyone doesn't need to talk. But we in a day and age where people want to know what this person sounds like. You know, everything, there, there's so many different apps upon apps that have apps inside of them for people just to talk. Like, if you go like to Twitter, there's spaces. Yeah, yeah. You know, man. But, uh, nah, Bobby Fish, like I said, in ring, he could definitely, definitely put on the <sighs> Other yeah. than that, it's paint dry. Man. Uh, we got Dark Order. Again? The Dark Order, Dark Order, going, going up against the uh, Elite. Yeah, man. 
like, eight man tag. Mm. What you it's thought like, about that, Casanova? It's, it's like Star Wars versus Star Trek. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> There's really, I mean, to me, it, it just doesn't make sense because it, as much as we all know how much I don't like Kenny Omega, there are parts of that that crew that I do like. So the Dark Order, I mean, what, what honestly have they done now? I mean, besides, you know, show up looking like they're doing cosplay or something like that for some old, I don't even know, some old sci-fi flick or something like that. I don't even know. I mean, I just don't see any purpose behind them. Like, that's something that should just be split up entirely. They got way too many factions, like you guys have said in previous shows before. Way too many factions, stables, whatever you want to call them. They need to cut back on all that. They just got way too much going on. Yeah. Oh, snap. I just figured out what twinks mean. So, uh, I'm going to tell everyone, like like I usually say, Google that shit. I'm not going to repeat it on air. I just read it. So, JJ, when you, uh, when you said, you know, bruh. I felt that shit, but uh, moving on to the next match. Next match on the Kiss Art. Um, let's see here. Next match on there, we had. I mean, let's let's talk about it. We had uh, Malachi Black versus Cody, Chapter Three. Um, this match. I sent it, but you need to improve the post. I don't even know how to do that. Uh, yeah, but you had you had that. You had this one right here. I wasn't too mad about it. Um, once again, people automatically going off on the deep end. Oh, they buried Malachi Black, and it's like, no, they didn't. They didn't bury him, okay? Listen, one loss does not mean you buried, okay? Buried is when you have a track record of losses. Buried is when you look back at WWE and you look at somebody like a Bo Dallas. Look at somebody like a Curtis Axel. You look at somebody like a uh, I mean I can keep going on with these names but you can look at a Jeff Hardy who took L's for months before he, he called a W. That's being buried. This guy took one L and the internet's already going crazy saying that, oh, he's buried, he's buried, he's buried. Dude is not buried at all. Yeah, all I right. mean, the way I see it is just because of one match, it doesn't mean anything. Personally, in my my point of view, watching these two go at it again, just it's starting to remind me of like a Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Like, it doesn't need to happen anymore. Like, I can't personally take Cody as, a, as serious as you should because he just does not come off like, you know, Captain America in a match. He just looks corny. Kind of like that. Woody Rhodes. Woody Rhodes. I just can't take him serious, man. I it, Even back in WWE days when he was Stardust, I mean, no. Like his brother, yes. Dustin, awesome. He can do what he has to do and get it and get the job done. Cody, no, I just can't. And, and it's not even that, bro. It's like, it's, it's not that Cody's not good. It's just Cody comes off to some wrestling fans as the word I'm looking for here. Kind of like entitled, but obnoxious at the same time. 
Well, oh, yeah, I wasn't cracking on his wrestling ability. He's he's great as a wrestler. I mean, he comes. Yeah, he's from great. One of the greatest wrestlers in the world. God rest his soul. But you know, it's just the way he acts. I mean, it seems like it's too personal. Like it's an actual shoot when he's in the ring. It's not like you know, wrestling. It's a shoot. Yeah, and the fact that, like I said, it's just that's just the way he comes off. Now, good dude, nice dude. Glad to meet him personally. But I, I'm just not I'm not with it. Like I don't know. He he doesn't he doesn't come off. Let's see. JJ said long term storytelling. She enjoyed it. I want to see them again. You really want to see Cody versus Malachi Black again? Like I don't know. I mean I I think I think they're gonna do it just cause. Do I think they're gonna do it at full gear? Possibly. Hey, I, I got mean, an idea. I got an idea. The light bulb it just appeared. Okay. Make that match. Cody leaves TV and goes back to what he should be doing in management behind the scenes. Stay off TV. We don't need you no more. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm definitely with that. I'm with that. Uh I'm gonna bust out that Glock, man. It's gonna happen. Just saying. It's gonna happen. I mean, Glock, Glock Anderson, aka a- Scrapped Up Arnie, aka Always Scrap when I leave the club. Uh, uh, Arn Edison, as long, long as Arn is involved, yeah, it'll be good. But at this point, Arn Edison is the only reason why Cody's even getting any type of love at this point. You get what I'm saying? Arn Anderson is more over than Cody. Cody really has go go away heat like Elias. You get what I'm saying? Yep. I mean, not not Elias, but uh. Baron Corbin. Yeah, I know what you're you saying. Can, you, Happy you can Corbin. Happy Corbin. Like you, you can repackage this man as much as you want, and ain't nobody rocking with it. Baron Corbin' best days were behind him in NXT. Other than that, and that's the same same way I feel about Cody. Like Cody's good, but it's like nothing taken away from the wrestler. But I, I think he just comes off, like I said, just, just a little bit, you know, obnoxious a little bit to, you know, some fans watching at home. But personally, good dude, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, not my cup of tea, like, to, to watch his matches. Like, it, it's, it's not like a, oh, I can't wait to go watch this next Cody Rose match. It's like, I don't know. I, I guess he sees himself in a different light, and as you should. You, you should see yourself at at the top of the pinnacle. You know what I'm saying? No pun intended, but you should see yourself there. And then how other people may view may be a little bit more different. So, you know, he's saying, yo, I'm the throne smasher, and he sees himself as a Triple H, and people see him, you know, as a Bobby Roode. I don't know, man, but that word smash has been used a lot between companies recently. Yeah, it has, uh, man. It everybody's has. smashing somebody, apparently. Everybody's yeah. smashing. I guess I, I guess everybody out here just being thoughts, like Todd Heyman out here. No, but no, Cheech uh, just popped back in. So we, we were just saying Cody Rhodes. Um, yeah, man. Why well, he, he got the pin? Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Come on. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. I mean, Malachi Black is not buried. Okay, you can't bury that. But what's so, up with the homie, uh, the Arn Anderson, with the little move getting getting involved in there? Bam! <laughs> it's easy, man. I mean, what trends is is what is what's gonna 
it's what what they're gonna keep on going with. I mean, once he trended with the whole Glock, you know, management was like, keep running with it. So everything you're doing, you know, we gonna keep doing it. So I'm not I'm not mad at it. I mean, you know, right now, uh, Arn is more over than Cody. That's just what it is. He needs to give his ass a spine buster and send him home. That's all I'm saying. Oh my god. That that'll be the that'd be a great pop. I mean that he still got it, you know that spine buster. They should name it after him, to be honest. Best I mean, one in the business. Certain, certain companies do say it. They'll say Arn Anderson uh, spine buster is or whatever. Um, you know, but honestly, after after watching all that wrestling, you know, all I could do is just be in anticipation for Impact Wrestling the next day and. Impact was lit as fuck. Before we get to Impact, let's talk about this Eric Bischoff and Tony Khan-ish. Oh, you know what? Know what? I'll tell you what. We'll leave that towards the end along with Greg Hamilton. Let, let's get let's get to Bound for Glory, man. Let's get to that. Bound for Glory. That was huge. Uh, matter of fact, first and foremost, we had Awesome Kong. Taking their place in the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame, uh, well deserving uh, of it. One of the most dominant forces in uh, wrestling, as uh, far as uh, women's wrestling and just wrestling. Period. So shout out to her. You know what I mean? She she definitely deserved it. Uh, I don't think any other Hall of Fame would have been fitting other than this one. I mean, because definitely WWE didn't do shit for her at all. But then and then she got pregnant. She did get pregnant, you know. So, oh, what's yeah. she gonna do? Yeah, but Can't she also, pregnant. She also, she also didn't come back after having the baby. But well, didn't she? Wasn't she in um the second woman at the Rumble, or the third? The third, right? To at the Royal Rumble, didn't she come out at the Royal Rumble? China. Second. It was China than her. Beth Phoenix. Yeah, I'm sorry, China Beth Phoenix than her. So you're right. you are right. She she did she did look stunning. She looked very good. I mean, you know, I'm, she she has a lot of accolades beyond wrestling, man. Acting, you know, Glow, which I'm mad that Netflix never renewed the season. Hulu, that's an opportunity for y'all to go ahead and buy the script. Whoever wants to buy it, revamp it. But you know, I thought it was good. She's well deserving of that. All the work that she's put in. We see it years later with some of the women inside the industry, you know what I mean? But let's go ahead and start it off right. No particular order, you know I don't care about the order, but let's go ahead and talk about this. The call your shotgun. Um, that ended up having Moose end up being the person to win that. Uh, wasn't surprised there at all. Tell you what I was surprised about. The, the demon. demon? The demon. <laughs> Bro, I have not seen the demon since WCW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he did some shots overseas, like New Japan or whatever. I mean, not New Japan in Japan, but never, you know, never was big on him. You know what I'm saying? When they did that, I guess that was a big, a big mix that they had. They could have done a lot with that, you know, being kids. Always, you know, they all retire more than 20,000 times, you know, going on a. <laughs> You know, but uh, man, um, something different. And that wasn't, is that the same one that Rocky Romero popped up? Yep. Oh, 
okay. Yeah. So, so that was different. Yeah, that was different because they had the internet one, right? The digital whatever. That was uh, that was with uh, Jordan Grace. Yeah, Jordan Grace, man. Yeah, yes. but Moose, man, Moose, it, it makes sense, bro. But salute to Moose, man. Uh, you had, of course, Jordan. Jordan Grace uh, winning the Digital Media Championship. I'm happy about that as well. I mean, finally, they doing something outside, you know. So that's an inner gender belt, if you say, could say, right? I mean, it's it's gender neutral. I guess we can say that too. So it's pretty <laughs> much like the old hardcore championship where anybody could take anybody down and win it pretty much. I mean, I don't I don't think it has the hardcore. Maybe not the 24-7 rule, but yeah. The name is inside the title, Digital Media Marketing, uh, head of uh, Facebook and uh, MySpace and Twitter Championship. But, you know, <laughs> definitely, definitely good one. I mean, then you had, you know, also, no particular order, once again, uh, tag team match. You know, you had the Good Brothers versus Finn Juice versus Bullet Club. Uh, you know, this was actually a damn good match, man. Uh, New Japan letting us get some of their great talent over here uh, between these three gentlemen here inside this match, but it wasn't it wasn't Chris Bay's night. I mean, I, I wish Chris. I Bay, wanted it to be, yeah, yeah. yeah I wanted I, I, I wanted Chris Bay to come out with the the tag titles, you know. Because to be honest, I mean, the Good Brothers ain't been doing nothing. They really haven't. They, they've been so busy with AEW that the tag team championship really don't matter over there. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was definitely happy that the Good Brothers ended up taking a W inside this one. They come out victorious. Good good match uh, with that one. Also moving on from there, um, let's talk about it. Violence by Design versus Keith and ends up being Rhino. No surprise there. No, no surprise there at all. I, I was not surprised Rhino was coming to his uh, beck and call there. I mean, VBD did kick him out. You know what I'm saying? So it was only right. Like, I mean, the story told itself. Okay, you know, like I wasn't expecting anything else bigger than that. Uh, match wasn't. I mean, was it like, oh my god? No, but it there was something to. Definitely something to, to feel the to feel the uh, one to feel the spot there to build you up to the next match. Uh, what did you think about that match, Mikey? I mean, it was what it was. Like if you rewind to Impact, you know, days prior, they had um, those two in the ring, kind of like facing off, and you know, Heath Slater was going off, kind of like on a tangent, saying that his whole family misses him, his kids miss him, they call him Uncle Rhino and stuff like that. You know, he's like kind of like a part of their life and they love him a lot. So, you know, then VBD comes down and, you know, all hell breaks loose. So basically they start whipping on East Slater and Rhino just stands there and then, you know, he doesn't do anything. And eventually he gets out of the ring and just walks away. So, you know, it, it was it was inevitable that he was going to be their part, his partner to um, them down. But, you know, I mean, there wasn't really a build up to it. It was, it was like maybe like what a day a day prior Nah, no build up at all. No build up at all for that one, man. Um, so I was definitely glad that one was done and over with. You had the women's tag team. I'm sorry, the women's knockout championships. Uh, tag Didn't team that team. open the show? 
It did, but like I said, no, no particular uh-huh. order. <laughs> No, the, no, no, the, no, the Jordan Grace, the Jordan Grace one, the digital media thing was, uh, that was like the first match before the actual pay per view started. So that was kind of like you know their version the of the buy in, yeah, yeah, buy in. <laughs> but that this girls, they already had a song. You know, you could find it on on IG and everything. You know, in your story, like they came in hard. They came in kicking, but once again. We said this last week. Um, oh, by the way, inspiration wins. No build predictable. Up. Yeah, no build up, predictable. No type of anything going on there. And I, that's the one thing that I take away from it. Happy for him. Glad y'all got a championship. But what was the build up for it? I mean, it was very, very predictable. Uh, it was good to see them back inside the ring. I will say that. But other than that, it was very predictable. Like, you know, it was almost like watching uh, Halloween Kills. I don't know if y'all caught the new the new Halloween movie on Peacock. Y'all could go check that out. But it was pretty predictable. You know what I'm saying? We knew Michael Myers was going to stab a couple people. We knew he was going to kill a couple people. So it was very predictable. Um, like I said, match was uh, subpar. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, got to go rewind that match. So I could rock with it, man. Not too mad about it. Uh, we had triple threat X Division match. Steve McLean, El Fantasmo versus Trey Miguel. This was one of my uh, favorite matches of the night by far, though. By far. Definitely was a good one. Um, so, speak on that, Ms. Casanova. Well, Trey Miguel, I mean, you know, he's been in the X Division for a minute and he's been grinding away. I mean, He's probably one of my favorite stars to watch live. And, you know, honestly, this this moment was meant for him. Like, he brought a title back to Ohio. So that's why I'm happy. I mean, hey, the first person to do it since LeBron, so I ain't mad about it. Uh, El Cheech, what do you think about this one? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm digging um, Trump Miguel. You know what I mean? He, uh, he, you know, I'm up to, you know, Hearing about his, you know, back, personal, you know what I mean, life and stuff like that, everything where he at, you know what I mean? Um, I took my hat off to him, you know, and, you know, El Fantasmo and McLean, I haven't really seen too much of him. You know, I could care less for him. You know, Fantasmo, he, he's silly, you know what I mean? Like, the, you know, he got charisma and shit like that. But Trey Miguel, you know, he's, you know, I could say he's the future, you know, he stood there for a reason. They they believe in that kid, you know, so, you know, it, it's fitting for him to be ha- carrying that belt for sure. Mad at it, man. I ain't mad at you. Not at all about that one. I mean, it was, like I said, it, it was good because we got a chance to crown a new champion. You know, the title was vacant. So, this match itself really, in a sense, launched two stars out of that. Trey Miguel was already a star. Trey Miguel was already a former, I believe, X Division champion, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, this is, you know, it, it really made Phantasma and it made Steve McQueen, you know, which who, who didn't get a lot of shine in WWE due to 
the whole um, Forgotten Sons gimmick getting squashed, you know? So this was good that they were able to produce new talent. Uh, but once again, Trey Miguel, your new X Division champion. I ain't mad at it. I'm definitely happy for him, you know. And peep out, peep out the new referee shirts. Like that's another thing I wanted to put out there. But that's a whole different story. Uh, moving on from there, you know, from that match, let's go to move on to Mickey James going up against Deanna Perazzo Knockout Championship, right? Great match. Great match, but was anyone expecting Mickey James to come out with a W? Because I wasn't. Nah, me neither. I ain't Look Mike Angelo was. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't see it, you know. Like, But then again, now looking with the NWA, you know, because, you know, the reports are saying, you know, the, the one door is going to be closing after this Bound for Glory. But it seems like Impact might be working with NWA. You know what I mean? And Morgan now could, could, you know, do business with Impact the way he intended to do in the first place, you know. So, but I did not see that whatsoever. I would have lost a lot of money if I would have betted for real. No, for real, Dude, I, I would have lost money too. So I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming at all. Am I happy for her? Yeah, you know, if you go back to the whole trash bag incident. And all that stuff that she got released and all the stuff that she did when she got re-signed. You know, she really never had a proper run when she came back to WWE. Never ever never had a proper run. Never built her to that to that point. So, you know, I'm happy about it. But, you know, once again, they did something that was unexpected. So definitely good. I don't like predictability, so they definitely to me. They definitely get something for that, uh, for doing that. So, shout out to Impact. Shout out to Impact Wrestling. Uh, the next next match on the card, I believe, if I can find this graphic, if I can find the graphic, would have had to been the main event of the evening. Christian Cage going up against Joss Alexander for the Impact World Championship. And this is for all the marbles. And I'm just going to say it like this, man. God damn it. I knew that this was going to be the moment that we were finally going to get this title to be on an Impact Wrestling contracted superstar. And I've been saying it for months. I've been saying it since this door opened. I've been saying it since Omega won the Impact Championship off of Rich Swan. There is no reason why that title should not be on the Impact Wrestling champion. I'm sorry, yeah. Impact Wrestling contracted uh, wrestler. But uh, this match was good, bro. Let's let's a shout out to Christian, bro. That dude main evented a a match in WWE and this year WWE Impact and AEW. You know what I mean? This is the year of Christian. No, but you know what I mean? Like, for, for him to lose it for, to Josh Alexander, you know what I mean? That two Canadians, you know, by the way, to me, Canada makes the greatest wrestlers of all time. No, but like, that was a great match, you know? And uh, Christian is showing that he still could go, you know? But man, they they pull out a. I'm Casanova, I know you, you, you might remember this callback, uh, Tommy Dreamer. Just incredible. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they do them dirty. Like, damn, man. Got, but, but, out of all people, has to be the the right person. And I think they got it right. So, to me, Powerful Glory was like a four out of five just because of that moment. I mean, yeah. if you really wanted to say that you wanted to see a great technical wrestling match, this was the match right here because, I mean, they were going shot for shot, move for move. It was just like... It was like back and forth consistently, and, and the ending of it, <laughs> that's what I was waiting for. Yeah. I've been complaining about Moose getting shit on week after week after week, and now he finally has it. It's about damn time. It's about damn time, man, so I'm definitely happy for that. Just in case you didn't know, uh, put the graphic back up, your new official Impact Wrestling Heavyweight Champion is Moose. Uh, took a while to get there. Finally made it. Finally got his piece of the pie. Yes. You know. Um, the ending was nuts. It was crazy because you know you got Josh Alexander, wife and kid inside the ring, celebrating. Here come Moose with the trophy. I'm, I'm calling my shot and spares him. One, two, three. Then he stands over. Stands over Josh Alexander's lifeless body with the wife looking up and the son looking up, and you got Moose Nuts right inside his family face, just standing there with the title. It's like, if that is not the most ultimate disrespect, I don't know what is. It's like let's, you know, let's put let's put that on a Christmas card for this year. Yeah, that that gotta be on a Christmas card, bro, because it's like Moose, like that that was very, very disrespectful, bro. It's like you don't you don't you don't stand over a man when his kids inside the ring and put your nuts inside they face. You don't do that. That's that's a kid, man. Like he gonna be scarred for life. Think about it. That kid gotta go to school, and if that kid classmate seen that, and especially if you like me when I was a kid, we gonna roast you as soon as you get in. Yeah, bro. So uh, yeah, we seen we seen your daddy on Impact getting his ass beat <laughs> and moose moose with his nuts all in your face. How that feel, man? No, but it was definitely. It was to me this booking for this card was by it was definitely up there. If I if I had to do like top pay per views, Bound for Glory goes up there with that as well. The only problem is to me is that Sam's Club. You know what I mean? Uh, that Vegas Sam's Town. Sam's, 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 Sam's Club. Club. Sam's Club is where you can get nice items at, but go ahead. Man, listen, that that's the only, you know, because it's like, it could have been in a different place. You couldn't go to T-Mobile Arena. Like, come on, man. You could have done nah, that. Nah, uh, hell no. They, they ain't rocking like that. Not yet, but keep going. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it's bound for glory. You, you see all the talent, and we didn't see Braun Strowman, right? Supposedly, he was supposed to make uh, the view there, you know what I mean? Not wow. only him, it was Braun, it was Velveteen, it was uh, Buddy Murphy. And there's one more. Bronson Reed was supposed to be there, and he was there, but they, like, literally cut him at the last minute. Oh, what? wow. Well, they so, do, they do, um, what they do in the shows, right? So they do yeah. some, um, recording. Yeah, they'll probably do some recording, but, you know, to everybody that thought Braun Strowman, and Buddy Murphy and Velveteen Dream and Brunson Reed was gonna debut. Wrong. Wrong. Uh, but I will say this. I will definitely say this, my dude. 
Let's definitely talk about the last two notable mentions. We did say it in the beginning. We said we was going to talk about your boy, or should I say our boy, or that dude, Greg Hamilton. Um, Greg Hamilton, if you don't know who this is, ladies and gentlemen, Greg Hamilton is announcer. Nobody important. He's announcer (laughs) for the WWE. Um, He basically had a lot to say because Westside Gun used his vocals inside of a track that he put on his album. He basically sampled a small part of his vocals, right? Um, He goes off on the internet talking all that yin-yang, you know, F you, all all that stuff. Uh, You know, He deleted it. He, he deleted, of course. He had no choice. He worked for the yeah. end. That was kind of like, dude, like, you don't know what you're doing, my G. Like, you could get canceled real quick. Yeah. And here's here's the thing. He can he can get canceled. He definitely get canceled for that, but he went about it the wrong way, right? Now, when it does come to music and, you know, production-wise, right, you have to clear samples. You, you just have to. I'm not there. I don't know what the process was. I don't know the conversation that was had, or if there was a conversation, but you have to clear samples. That's just what it is. I know that from personal experience. If you don't clear a, can, uh, clear, clear a sample, then you, you can deal with a lot of litigation. I mean, to the point that every single thing that you put out, if you make money off it, you won't make nothing. Don't believe me? Ask Robin Thicke, you know? When Marvin Gaye's family came after him. Blurred lines. Blurred lines, you know, that's, that's another one. Or look at Vanilla Ice and uh, Ice Ice Baby, where uh, where Queen came after him uh, for that for under pressure. But we're not comparing that to that. Come on now. But he said there's an itty bitty difference. <laughs> there's an itty bitty difference. You hear that? <laughs> That's all it is. No, I'm not. But what I'm saying is, it's like yeah, I understand where he's coming from. But no, he went about I don't. The wrong way. I don't because he could have easily, like he said, his people. You got lawyers, whatever. If that that's the part you, I'm talking about. The WWE lawyers—that's what you got to yeah. worry about. Yeah, that's why he's going that. But the, that, exactly. But the thing is, well, he's—he's he's giving you exposure. You know, first of all. That's then what again, you do you listen to that music? Probably not. Who told you? You know what I mean? How you found out? And that you couldn't go a particular way. That yo man, blah blah blah. Because pretty much, I'm pretty sure if you tell him, he'll be like, you know what? There you go. I'll pay, you know, pay for whatever, whatever, you know. Um, it just to come out like that, like who the fuck are you? Yeah, you announce it, but you ain't know how we think, motherfucker. Like fuck out of here. <laughs> you ain't know Howard Finkel. You ain't know Bruce Buffer. You ain't yeah, know. Uh, <laughs> uh, you you, oh. you ain't you ain't know Mike. Uh, what what's the what's the guy you said to do side edge all the time? Forget his name. Oh. uh... Tony Chimmel. Yeah, you, yeah. you ain't no Tony Chimmel. You ain't no Justin Roberts. Nah, yeah, he ain't I'm, shit. He ain't shit, honestly. I mean, I've heard of West Side Gun, but I've never actually listened to his music. I know the name, but I never actually listened to his music. Like, I don't really pay attention to a lot of anything that comes out nowadays because I'm, like, stuck in the they past. Actually said, they actually uh, sell this at the House of Blues right now. Benny the Bushes and shit. You know what I mean? They roll heavy. Like, they, they're relevant and... If you follow him, most of his um, 
songs, they're either named after wrestlers or events that is really wrestling oriented when it comes to titles and stuff. But the dude is straight hip hop, you know what I mean? Like, what can he probably use a little, you know, a little sample of this dude's voice? Uh, you know, he's real cool with Finn Balor, by the way, Westside Gun. But I don't know. What is he's this? Cool Hamilton's with- a pussy. No, he's cool. He's cool with everybody. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's cool with everybody. AEW and WWE. Let's see. Me and W cool says everybody from exactly. Be sample. Yeah, you do. Every everyone samples, but my whole thing. Is this. The whole thing is this. Like I said, I understand his anger, but he he could have came at him another way instead of trying to come up to him on the internet. That's the part I didn't like. To yeah, me, got in touch with his people or something. That was clout chasing, and that's exactly what he did. That that was clout chasing. But the part, the part, the part where what was like, oh, you know, the, the price, the price, uh, the price was is going to go up from uh, what did he say, 200 two hundred k to three hundred k. Fat Joe now. Yo, yesterday's fir- price. Is yesterday's price is not today's price. Part right there, <laughs> that part right there, yo. I was like, damn. Okay, so now, now he really can't change the But you know, I wasn't, I, I wasn't mad at that. But Greg Hamilton, I gotta give it to you, my dude. His hair, whack. His gear, whack. His jewelry, whack. Everything's whack about this dude for coming at him like that. Uh, then, last but not least, gotta talk about Easy E, Eric Bischoff. Okay, Eric Bischoff has been inside of the headlines because he's actually stood up and spoke his two cents, spoke his piece on AEW. And he got a podcast too, you and know. That, he any content, so he's somebody that people going to listen to, you know. And um, he wasn't he's wrong. Not wrong. He's not wrong at all. He's not wrong not at, at all. all. He said he, he said in the sense, yo, focus on your own product. You know what I'm saying? And keep keep doing what you're supposed to be doing. And that sounds a lot like what we've been saying for months. But he also said this. AEW is more often than not is uh is Dave Melsa and Brian Alvarez. Those uh you know, those are the people that, you know, he likes. They are trying to twist and turn data and interpret data in a way, trying to create an impression that they are actually in competition. Once again, I've been saying that from the beginning and he's he just went ahead and you know confirmed it you know crunching down demographics and trying to compare numbers from a monday to a wednesday trying to compare monday night football to a wednesday where ain't shit going on you know what i'm saying so it's like you know it's basically creating a narrative that's not there yeah aw fans may be jumping down to eric bischoff's next right now but here's the thing easy is right about everything he's saying okay he ain't wrong. If any, if anybody know what they talking about, it's definitely him because he did trial and error. You know, so he was there to live it. He actually went head up, head up all two hours or all three hours. It wasn't for no 15 minutes or 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes worth of uh, you know, TV time. Like no one brags on beating somebody for 30 minutes. They brag about winning the whole damn battle. Exactly. So that's, that's what it boils down to, but yo, I think we hit everything on the head. What do you think, Cheese? Do you think it's about that time? It's about that time. Oh, uh, Marty Squirrel. Marty Squirrel, man. He's back at wrestling, man. He's 
down in Puerto Rico. Like um, from what he's saying, he's uh, he's gonna be wrestling over there. Good, he can stay his ass over there because I don't think nobody in the states gonna want him. <laughs> I'm just being real. I'm just being yeah. real, bro. Cancel. Well, not a major company, but I don't know, man. It's too too bad, man, because he he was a great, you know, a great talent, you know. Yeah, apparently, he was definitely talented. Uh, you know, I pray everything work out for him, but. It's real simple, B. It says wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, B. Yo, I think it is about that time. So first and foremost, I'll definitely got to give you all two PSAs. Uh, first and foremost, listen, too much negativity can have you unbalanced mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Spread more positive vibes. Look, it takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down. Think about the logic inside that message. It could be as simple as telling someone something good about themselves, paying them a compliment, or going to whatamaneuver.net, purchasing the positive vibes only t-shirt, hoodie, uh, you know, tank top, uh, onesie, sweaters, it is getting cold, it's available in everything. Every size from small to extra medium all the way to 5XL, we got it for you all. And it's definitely inside the link of each and every one of the bios of the pages that we are at. Click on it. You don't have to buy for you. Buy for someone else who may need that constant re-encouragement uh, re of positive vibes. That way they can look down at that shirt, look in the mirror, and continue to, to have a blessed day. Also, COVID is still here, okay? It ain't going nowhere. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh -uh. It is the remix, and the remix is hot, and it's getting hotter. It's the Delta variant, and it's here. So in order for us to be able to survive COVID, it's very simple. It starts off with great hygiene. And hygiene starts off with basic essentials, okay? First off, we're going to need you to wash your hands. But more importantly, wash your ass, okay? Use soap. Cheech. Let the people know how they got to do this, Bobby. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's from face to ass, not ass to face. Okay? Wash your hands, wash your ass. Use soap from face to ass, not ass to face. And on that note, we are out. Um, peace? I don't know what. I don't, I don't have. I got something. What you got? Well, this is actually an important topic because you talked about mental in the beginning of your PSA. See, mental health is a very important thing. And unless you speak up, nobody can help you. So you got to say something, man. Talk about it. Just I see too many people talking about, you know, they're having a bad day or, you know, people talk about, you know, they think they're going to kill themselves or something like that. I see it. I hear it all the time. You got to talk to somebody, man. Speak up or no one's going to be able to hear you. Yo, that's real, my dude. That is definitely real. You know what that ties in with? Spreading positive vibes. But on that note, y'all, we love y'all. We out. And uh, if you didn't like today's show. Fuck you. Fuck you. And fuck you. Who's next? All right. Peace. <laughs>